When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, five fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Eddie Hearn. You know? Hi. Need your heels on. <laughs> How are you? It's been a, f- a flats type You've of week. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Been a lot of, doing a lot of traveling around. Yes, I saw you. I was, uh, I was actually in the same suite you were in. Interviewing Tyson Fury yesterday. Yeah, yeah correct. <laughs> really? With the big windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Tyson Fury, did he get what he needed to get by Tuesday? Yep. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because I just, like, I think people are bored of me talking. <laughs> All I'll tell you, which I haven't said to anyone yet, is is that both sides have approved um, the site offer okay. that they want to go with. Um, and now we're just finalising the site deal and we're, we're in a great place. I saw Tyson yesterday. Uh, How was that? Yeah, it was good. I just, mess- I just messaged him and said, I'm in Vegas. I knew where he was staying. I said, I'm in your hotel if you fancy a cuppa. And he just, we just had you know, five or ten minutes together. And it was good because I don't represent Tyson Fury, so I don't know what's in his mind. And what he basically cemented in my mind was, this is the only fight he wants. Do you know what I mean? And I know that's the same with AJ. So it was just good to say, right, we've got the offer. We all approve. We're moving forward now. We're good. Um, I'm not going to go into where it's going to be held, but it has been agreed by both sides that the option we will take and you'll get the date very soon and the official announcement. Um, Is it it safe to say that it's definitely going to be this summer? Yes, 100%. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you know, everybody wants this fight as soon as possible. There is no option for this fight to go at the back end of the year. And I've made that clear. And, you know, that's been probably the, the, the hardest thing about securing the site deal is that in this world we live in today, most people would like to kick it to November, December. That's not available. It was never available. What was available was a summer fight for the undisputed heavyweight world championship. That is what you're going to get. And um, both guys want two fights this year. You know, one will be in the summer and one will be in December. That's that's the plan. And like I said, it was just good to hear it from the horse's mouth yeah. yesterday to yeah. say, no, like, we're all in. This is the fight for us. And we kind of like, it's almost like animosity aside, that will start once the press conference start. Yeah. We, we have to work together to get this over the line. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, all of his side, everyone's being proactive and they have been. And like I said, you know, you've seen a bit from the fighters, a bit from AJ and everyone's happy with the situation. We just need the official announcement now and, and that will be very soon. I, I don't, again, that's why I don't want to talk too much because I keep saying it'll be very soon and then people tweet me and go, but you have to understand it is quite a difficult process, particularly in this world. And I'll probably make the mistake of probably being a little bit too um, positive, you know. How, and the question is, what percentage chance does this guy? It's like, I don't know, 90. How long? I don't, I don't know, two weeks? And everyone's like, well, two weeks are up. You said two weeks. So all I can say is, is like I said, we, we've... Both sides are happy with the offer that's on the table now and ready to move forward. One of the things that I really sort of clocked during the interview with Tyson was there's still some sort of legal stuff going on. It doesn't seem as though that has sort of disappeared. Is that the only thing that's possibly holding back this fight? Because I it's, yeah, he I said, I don't think that can hold the fight back. Okay. It's definitely ongoing. And again, that's like their business, their side. So I, I don't know too much about it, but I do know that probably from... Deontay Wilder's side, like, I don't think Deontay Wilder actually, oh look, Liam Williams and Demetrius Andre. Right, mate? <laughs> That's Demetrius Andre and Liam Williams. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's their business. Like, I don't think Deontay Wilder even wants to fight. Tyson Fury, to be honest with you. Like, he... I think that... That's oh, still going. I think that... Um, I just think he wants to cause trouble. And I think he's probably looking for some money. Like, and it's... It's a shame because... It's the fight boxing wants and needs. It, it's not going to get derailed by this, in my opinion. Okay. But it is probably quite annoying for them because they are having to... You can't just ignore something like that. Yeah. You have to go through the right channels and, and defend yourself and make sure it's dealt with. And that's what Bob Arum's doing. And, you know, like I said, like from our point of view, I don't see that being an issue in the fight. Okay. Um, I don't want to bore you with constantly. I know, oh. you're, I know you're probably going to end up, like, having to repeat that, like, ten times over today. Yeah, so. at least everyone's <laughs> queuing up to... Um, but we are here in yeah, Miami right. for Demetrius Andrade yes. versus Liam Williams, and we that, just yeah. saw that they were the exchange. Yeah. It's starting to heat up a bit. Things are getting a bit tense now. It's a really good fight. I mean, look, you know Liam Williams. You know his reputation. You know Dominic. You know all these guys. They're here to fight, and that's what I want for Demetrius because all these other people, you know, have... I mean, some have tried but haven't been good enough. Like, Luke Keeler is a good example. Great guy, good fighter, talked a great game, just wasn't good enough. Do you know what I mean? Akovov. Kauten Dokwa, Selecki. Demetrius hasn't lost a round to these guys. I don't know when last time he lost a round. I want someone that is going to put it on him, that is going to do all the things that he said he's going to do. And if I had to pick someone from the world championship contenders, I would pick Liam Williams as the guy that I truly believe will do that. So I'm excited for this fight because I think Demetrius is, um, Demetrius is sort of problem or possibility or is that he might just have missed the boat of his prime prime. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's not been here, even though it's like, how much do you want to get up for these fights? That's what I like to see, what I've just seen. That was off camera. Well, you got it on camera, but do you know what I mean? So yeah. he needs that because I feel like he wants Charlo. He wants Golovkin. He wants Canelo. How can you get up for Liam Williams? Well, the way you get up for it is for it being personal. And for someone saying, nye, 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 and, and I think Demetrius thinks, I want to I stop this kid. I want to hurt him. And I know Liam Williams will bring it. I think it's going to be, a, I think it's a really, really competitive fight.
No, I I think so too. I think a lot of people are writing off this fight. Mm. I mean, that's all you're seeing online. I just think that the U, a lot of US fans don't know enough about Liam Williams. They look at the resume. They saw he lost two good fights to Liam Smith, who's a world-class fighter as well. But he's also improved a lot since then. Like, great stop. I know Alonte Fox is not an elite world fighter, but, you know, Demetrius went 10 with him, and Liam just absolutely destroyed him. So he's tough. He can punch, and he's exciting. I think the UK fans are really pumped for this fight because they know Liam Williams is, is live. Um, but I think that the general feeling of US fans is, when is Demetrius going to fight Golovkin, Charlo? Like, we can't do any more. Like when I interviewed Billy, he said, I said, you know, a lot of people would consider Demetrius Andrade being avoided. He goes, is he avoided or is he avoider? No, he's, and- he's avoided. But Billy Joe was up for fighting him. Mm-hmm. And so is Liam. But I think the guys, I had a meeting yesterday with Louis de Cubis, and I just said to him, like, why doesn't Charlo fight Demetrius? Oh, you know, you know, I said, no, but you know, you know, like you keep saying I want to unify the division, yet you won't fight the world champion. And you can't say that it's down to the money because it'd take the same money that you gave Derevchenko, right? And it's a much bigger fight. This is actually a pay-per-view fight, Charlo against Andrade. If you're doing Charlo against Derevchenko as pay-per-view, bet your life Charlo against Andrade is, is going to do double the buys of that. But there's this problem, Michelle, that these young fighters, not even young fighters, these American fighters that grew up with Demetrius, grew up with him as an amateur and saw how good he was. Do you know what I mean? So I think they're like, oh, yeah, leave Demetrius. Like, he's good, that kid. Do you know what I mean? But he hasn't showed, like, I know he's won every round, but it's not like he's been setting the world alight with his performances. They've been really good. But I feel like this is the kind of fight where he might just look really, really good. Um, or... He might struggle and win, and then the other guys go, do you know what, I'll fight him. Gennady, uh, Charlo, all these people. You know, he's really campaigning for that Triple G fight. He's saying this, that's the I mean, one, he, yeah, that he really... I think the same. But again, if you're Gennady Golovkin, you look at Demetrius and you go, you know, tricky southpaw, like, you know, is that for me? You need someone that really wants to unify. When I look at Canelo Alvarez, right, and you know, my, my new... And I'm number one fanboy, right? He, he'll fight anyone. Like, people don't really want to fight Billy Joe Saunders. He's really good, really tricky. Like, he's like, what you call a high risk, low reward. But he's champion. So Canelo doesn't look at Billy Joe as low risk. He looks at, sorry, low reward. He looks at his high reward because he's got a belt. I want the other champions to look at Demetrius Andrade and say, he's good. He's got a belt. I'm a champion. That's what I'm supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? And it's really frustrating. And but it's not a dig at Charlo. I like Charlo. But when you're giving interviews saying, I want to be like my brother, I want to unify the division, I want all the champions, you don't. Because if you did, you would fight Demetrius Andrade. And it's really frustrating. And listen, I, I do a lot of shit talk and smack talk and hype. But sometimes, a bit like Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney, you just need to take a second as a fan and break down what is happening and saying, why are they not doing these fights? What is the reason? There is no reason. You know, sometimes you could say, oh, well, uh, the money's not there or Demetrius isn't a draw. Not true anymore. We've seen him do eight or 9,000 um, in Providence. If, if pay-per-view is happening for Derevchenko against Charlo, why not do Charlo against Andrade? He does double the buys. It's the same money, and, and Charlo's going to make a load of money. Same with Ryan Garcia against Devin Haney. You know, I only want to fight Pacquiao. I only want to fight Tank. They're the only fights I'm interested in. Okay, so you avoid Devin Haney, who actually you're mandatory for, which is a big payday, and then you go and fight Fortuna, which is a good fight, by the way. I'm not... 
this, but you fans sometimes have got to look at things and say that don't make sense. Yeah. And there are two instances that don't make sense. And and basically what it comes down to is the teams don't want to fight those people because they think they're too tough a fight. I was going to say, a lot of people were confused by that. They're like, wait a minute, I don't understand why isn't Ryan Garcia fighting if he's the mandatory to Devin Haney? Well, I, I don't think people have given... It's not about giving Ryan heat, because he's a great kid, he's a great fighter, he's brilliant for the sport. But uh, in that situation, you just have to say, hang on, the Luke Campbell fight with Ryan Garcia was a final eliminator for Devin Haney, right? It was for the WBC interim title. The winner is mandated to fight Haney. He won that fight in a great performance. And then the WBC said, right, you're going to fight Haney. And he went, and Golden Boy went, no, we're not actually. It's like, okay, we're going to go for Tank and we're going to go for Pacquiao. Two fights that if they got those over Haney, mate, one million percent, you're right to take them. Okay, they weren't possible. So then you fight another guy. Like, the money to fight Haney is massive, but it's just that. His team look at Devin Haney and go, that's a really tough fight, okay? Just like Charlo's team look at Demetrius and go, that's a really tough fight. Just like Gennady's team look at Demetrius and go, that's a really tough fight. That's the truth. So those fights have to become big enough, like you say, going back to higher risk, you know, where Devin Haney against Ryan Garcia, which for me is one of the best fights in boxing. You know, and I hear like, oh, you know, it's COVID, oh, you know, we need to do this and do that. Like, when these fights are out of the way, if, if Ryan Garcia doesn't fight Devin Haney, if he beats Fortuna and if Haney beats Linares, there's really something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just, everyone should be putting pressure on that fight. Um, and they're two great fights. Like, I, I'm not knocking um, Garcia against Fortuna. It's a really good fight. And Linares, you know, he could beat Haney. Who knows? So they're good fights for the division. But if they both win, I feel like someone's just got to put some pressure on to say, guys, come on. Because you can't talk about other people and ignore. Like, you can't say, I want Tiafimo, I want uh, Tank, I want uh, Lomachenko, I want this, and not mention Devin Haney. Just like if you're a middleweight world champion, when has Charlo or Gennady Golovkin ever mentioned the name of Demetrius Andre? Never. Well, when they chat shit, they do. Well, but take the fight then. I mean, I don't remember verbatim what Charlo had said, but did you see the clip of Char what Charlo was saying about Demetrius? I'll slap him, I'll knock him out. Yeah, but take the fight. I sat down with your team yesterday and we talked about loads of different things. And I said, he is available. He's not expensive. He won't price himself out. He's a world champion. It's a great fight for American boxing. Yeah. Charlo Andre is a great fight yeah. for American boxing. We can, I've made you offers. You know, you want to stay where you are, no problem. We'll do it on Fox. We'll do it on Showtime. We'll do it anywhere. I just want Demetrius to get his opportunity. But tomorrow, or Saturday rather, he's got to come through that fight, yeah? He may not come through. It's going to be a really tough test. Um, I know we got to wrap up. Let me just have you stand a little bit more yeah, this way. <laughs> you slowly move. Like, we slowly go like this. <laughs> um, uh, wait a minute. Oh, uh, Ebony Bridges. Yes, great fight. She's looking, I think she wants to be signed by you, mate. We're talking. Um, I've actually made her an offer. I've got another fight with her anyway, but I would like to extend that. I mean, you know, she's she caused a lot of uh, views, headlines. <laughs> um, but she, a lot of heads. Yeah, but the thing is, for cutting all that to the side, she put up a great fight. Yeah, and we've got to give Shannon Courtney unbelievable props because she fought a great, and she won. I thought the scorecards weren't really fair on Ebony, but she definitely won the fight, Shannon. 
And I think, although a lot of people are talking about Ebony, we should also talk about Shannon, great performance, but we should talk about women's boxing. We, when, when there's hype for that and when you know, there's all this talk about, oh, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't wear that, but if they would have got in there and it would have been poor, it really actually would have affected women's boxing. So I feel like they had a lot of pressure on their shoulders because everyone's waiting, aren't they, to criticise or moan. You know, you like, know oh, this is rubbish. Oh, these two shouldn't be fighting for a world title. Oh, all she was was turning up in her, you know, wanting to wear underwear at the weigh-in. Oh, this is a joke. Oh, but actually it went the other way and it was so good that it was such a great advert. But I've been getting stopped this week saying, I love that fight. I checked into the airport on Tuesday, whenever it was, and this lady, I reckon she was in her 50s, right? I'm sorry if you're not in your 50s and you are younger than that. <laughs> She said to me, oh, I loved the Shannon Courtney uh, Ebony fight. I loved it. it was a, she was going, they were covered in blood and I didn't know her. And it's, that's great for the sport. Like, that's how we're going to start in, improving the quality of the fights, in, improving the purses. Like, that fight, you know, I had, a, I had a debate with Ebony the other day. She was like, you know, I think my fight was bigger than Conor Ben's fight. And I said, oh, steady, steady. But what it was, was a lot of people watched it, a lot of people engaged in the build-up, a lot of people interacted, and a lot of people were excited for that fight. That's how you're going to increase the money. Because it comes down to, and I keep saying this, and I was debating with someone yesterday about it, and this is, this is the Clarissa Shields effect, right? Just because you are an undisputed two-weight world champion in women's boxing, it doesn't mean you make the same money as an undisputed male fighter if your value is different, right? Clarissa Shields has huge value. She's a huge name. But as of yet, she doesn't draw the numbers of an undisputed two-weight male champion. When they do, they must be paid the same. That's equality, right? And I don't go too deep about women's boxing money and men's boxing money. It's just how much is that fight worth to the card? How many tickets does that sell? How many subscribers does that drive? That's how you represent the value of a fight. What mustn't happen and what is completely wrong is when you get a fight that is worth the, that has the same value as a male fight and the females are paid half. That's wrong, okay? And with people like Bridges and Courtney, the argument there is, wow, you know, they had more value than another co-main event on another card and did they get paid the same? You know, that's, that's the debate. And through great fights like that, through great promotion and self-promotion, those purses will continue to rise because they're becoming draws, they're becoming names, and they're putting on a great product. Do you know what's a famous saying, Ed? Go on. Nobody wants to die, but everyone wants to go to heaven. <laughs> Fucking where has that come from? Nobody wants We're going to wrap that it there. Good, but what, what do you mean by that? I like it. I like, I like the line, but what do you mean? Everyone, like... <laughs> I fucked up. I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. I want to go to heaven. I don't really want to die. I'm not... Are you, are you afraid of dying? Are you afraid of dying? I'm not afraid of dying. I have to pee so bad right now. <laughs> I don't really wish to know that, but, like... Do you, I don't feel like, you know, I, I want to get to a stage where when you go, right, you're like, I'm ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Everyone I think, wants to go to heaven. Yeah, but I think that's a great way to go. You know, when you're like, my granddad passed recently and it was like, he was, 
he was old. He was ill. He was 94. And he was like, I'm ready to die. I'm ready to go to heaven. He's lived his life. Yeah, but I feel like that's a great way. But you've got to live your life so that when the good Lord takes you, when it's your time, you can turn around and go, do you know what? If, I, if it's my time, it's my time. And I've had a great run. Right? Amen. Where we're going with that, but that's that's how I feel, you know. And you have to you, you have you have to look yourself in the mirror every day and go, if I if the good Lord took me now, right? One would I have any regrets? Two could I have done more? Three, you know. And I I kind of feel like that's the way you should live your life to say, you know what? And that's the way I feel. I mean, I know I look 26, but I am 41, <laughs> right? But even at 41, I feel like, do you know what? This is quite depressing. But if if I was to pass. Right? Yeah. I've, I've, I've done, you know, I really have given it my all, right? Yeah, not complete, because I'd like to live till 90. <laughs> but everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants yeah. to die. Exactly. That's or is just it no a, one wants to die, but no everyone wants to No one wants to die, but everyone wants to go to heaven. Well, I don't know where that came from, but it was a very interesting <laughs> last two minutes. I know. Oh, well, yeah. well um, YOLO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Nice to talk and about death at the end. <laughs> You know, mixing a bit of death with Fury Joshua and Andre against Williams. And oh, so we've, we've, uh, we've talked to all our subjects. Let's talk about death. Do you know what I mean? And Eddie, you know, do you want to go to heaven? And so, do you believe in heaven? Of course I do. Is that because you want to believe because you hope it exists or you genuinely believe? I genuinely believe. Do you believe in reincarnation? You know, it's an interesting topic. Uh, it's hard to say because according to what my beliefs are you there is no reincarnation but i have seen some pretty compelling stories that you might question like does it exist but like when you talk about reincarnation do you think that it's when they come back as an animal do you believe in that one i i want to believe it's do you know what do you want to hear something funny (laughs) as if this is going to get any more random but what's funny to me is do you ever think like when someone's just like, okay, maybe they're not a murderer, they're not like really bad, right? <laughs> but they're just not good people, right. right? I want to believe that if there is such thing as reincarnation, that they've come back as like a cockroach or something, or a tree, just a fucking tree. Oh so they spend like the next several hundred as years as a punishment just sitting there. A film like that once. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You're just, gone, you're just a stump. Really yeah. You're just a stump sitting so, there, so what, and so you're. What you're saying is, is that if someone's a bad person, you hope they come come back reincarnated as a cockroach or a tree. Okay. I mean, Anyways, Ed. Listen, you've had a good week. Like you've hit some big numbers, <laughs> but you've just. I don't know where you're going with this. Me either. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, this is, this is interesting. This is Michelle Joy Phelps and Eddie Hearn. <laughs> Talking about death, reincarnation, cockroaches, trees, and Joshua Fury. I appreciate it, Ed. High five. See you in London in two weeks. Bye, five fans. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.